Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Bill Handle. I think you're a really smart guy, and you've done a lot of good. Some of the things that you've been able to do are magical. And now, here's Bill Handle. everybody uh the 11th day of april it is a wednesday uh what kind of uh, motion are you doing there wayne oh uh there was a discussion about who on the show started calling wednesday hump day oh i think it was uh jennifer well, jones see, alex said it was you no i no. thought it was well, i've been doing it i've been doing it forever but yeah. she but uh, it it's been returned it's like bell-bottom pants <laughs> Uh, at I some it point, back. at some point, they you know, Jennifer Jones Lee brought it all back. All right, hello Jennifer. Hello, Handel. hey Wayne. Good morning, Alex. Uh, Alex Razzo. <gasps> nice. Yay! Wow. And uh, John. Uh, Wait, show me your hands. What do you mean? Show me your hands through Paul. Okay, I thought maybe you'd written it. No, on your no, hands. no. And uh, uh, there's John Eucharist boy um, Ramirez. <laughs> John, he seems a tad disrespectful. No, he's a real dedicated, uh, believing Catholic. You had no idea what we scream about in the halls to each other. Uh, okay, it is uh, hump day. Oh, you know what? I, people get excited uh, about hump day more than Friday around here. I don't know why. It's anticipation. I can feel the vibes. Yeah. You know, the vibrations are moving around the room here. Very exciting. For the weekend? Yeah, in anticipation. As I said, it's, uh, you know, for example, last night, uh, more exciting probably than tonight because this was Wednesday Eve. Well, it's, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. It's just, uh, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to actually agree with you on that because okay. I think about this is the the third night that I have to prep. Like, I only have two more left. Like, I've made it over right. the, the prep right. hump. This is why uh, when people work out, oh, I feel really good working out. I don't. I feel worse at the end of the workout than at the beginning. And why is that? Because at the end of the workout, I'm one hour closer to the next workout than I am at the beginning. Which is worse than actually being in the middle of the workout. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. All right. Uh, Let's just uh, do it. Good Beach Boy song. Good, good, good vibrations. You know, remember wow. that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It's okay. Great song. Oh, there you are. Great song means a lot. All right. <laughs> I, I'm off on a on a tangent, but I'll tell you what. We're not going to go off on a tangent when we now engage in handle on the news. The lead story. And I'm sorry. It's Facebook it sucks. It's Facebook. Yeah. I, Yesterday was the uh, much-awaited Mark Zuckerberg apology, the apology tour uh, in front of two Senate committees, uh, 44 senators, all of them wanting to give their five minutes. Uh, Most of the senators senators had no idea what Facebook does. Had no idea. Didn't understand any of it. And Zuckerberg just kept on saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, And we're going to do more about that uh, at uh, 7 o'clock. We have some sound cuts and I thought Zuckerberg did fine. Uh, I really did. Uh, there was uh, nobody nailed him. Uh, he was a little stiff, uh, you know, granted, but he's a little stiff to begin with. You know, he's not the most emotive person on the planet, uh, but thought he handled it well. Uh, he certainly took directions from his uh, handlers. Oh, this man is no Donald Trump. There was nothing that was shot from the hip at all. And. 
and there were some weird, weird questions like all over the place, not just questions, statements. And I wish the statements, they, they knew more about uh, what was going on with Facebook because they were asking questions about, well, what about this? Well, we can't do that on Facebook. Well, don't you think you should not do that? We can't. I think one of the questions was about WhatsApp and emails. You can't email on WhatsApp. But the, uh, the senator kept going and going and uh, just – anyway, we'll, we'll talk plenty more about that coming up at 7 o'clock. Yeah, because if nothing else, it did just show in a way how ignorant our lawmakers are when it comes to social media. But in rel- relatively speaking, they are all ignorant for the most part about virtually everything. Uh, well, they are not experts. And when you're dealing with hearings, uh, there's real expertise that has to be brought to the table. I'm talking about minutiae. And they are not. They're generalists. Now, they have staff that are truly expert in, you know, legislative staff that write statutes, for example. Or you have people in charge of uh, the medical constituency and the people that are experts. And then occasionally you will get experts. For example, uh, physicians who run for Congress are given uh, medical – they're given medical committees so they know what they're doing for the most part. But then again, uh, you have a heart surgeon – and there's an issue as to a new law as to podiatry. What the hell is he going to know? Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I remember my uh, wife had, uh, she had back surgery a bunch of years ago. And the neurosurgeon who did it, uh, we became very close friends with. And so uh, one day we're talking and she had a problem with that, literally her, her feet. And she asked, uh, she asked him, you know, Bill, uh, you know, I have a foot problem. He goes, what the hell do I know about feet? <laughs> Look it up. Talk to a podiatrist. You know more about feet than I do. Last time he looked at a foot is when he was doing cadavers back in medical school 35 years before. Well, the president, I thought we were going to do a story on firing Robert Mueller. No, there's somebody else who might be on the chopping block. Out. He's fired. He's fired. And this time we're talking about Rod Rosenstein, but it's kind of a trickle down because the president technically can't fire Robert Mueller because according to Justice Department regulations, only the attorney general can. I don't. He can. What he does is order the attorney general or the deputy attorney general to fire. I mean, technically, procedurally, you're right. He can't say you're fired. You're fired. Right. But he ordered Saturday Night Massacre uh, with Richard Nixon and Watergate. Uh, he couldn't physically fire. He had to order the attorney general, which at that time uh, said uh, Elliot Richardson, who said, no, thank you. I'm simply not going to do it. And he resigned. But and, since we don't have Jeff Sessions, because Sessions recused himself early right, on because right. of Russia. So you have, uh, well, so actually, it wasn't uh, even the attorney general wouldn't do it. It took Robert Bork, who the solicitor general of the United States, to do it. Well, I think we're, Someone kind of, will we're do getting it. to that. Yeah, Because probably. if he were to let Rosenstein go, who is... Deputy Attorney oh, yeah. General. He'll, he'll, so you have next in line. Right. You know, there'll be some junior assistant uh, deputy uh, attorney that will end up doing the actual firing, the physical firing. So it's going to happen uh, if he wants it to happen, if he I makes that choice. Republicans are dying, though. You know, you know what? I have to tell you, I, I disagree. I think that people are going to babble and so they're going to. what they're saying? Yeah, they're going to scream and rant. They're going to, oh my God, this is terrible, horrible, and then on with business. They won't do anything uh, to attack. The president, other than give words, 
I, it was in Artful. I love this. Uh, Paul Ryan. Okay, so he doesn't speak artfully, but the important thing are the taxes. And you watch the same thing happen. Uh, the important thing is not uh, who is the assistant attorney general or the Mueller investigation, since it's fake news anyway. The important thing is the agenda of the president. You will not see anything happening on the Republican side. In the meantime, the Democrats will be frothing at the mouth. They'll look like they all just brush their teeth without rinsing. You will see the foam coming out of their mouths. Take a break. Coming up, uh, your chance to win $1,000 brought to you by Cunning Dental. Need a new smile? Doesn't really matter. You're still not going to get laid. But you're going to look a lot better. Call Cunning Dental for a free exam, 888-640-SMILE. Uh, you're giving me the look, Jennifer. Of course I am. Of course you are. Uh, what's uh, You want to share some news with us? I would love to. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm picking up good vibrations. All right. We're back. Handle and the morning crew on a Wednesday. Here's your chance to win some money. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's money to 200-200. They call the winner, so you have to answer the phone like Angela in San Clemente did. She won $1,000. Your next chance to win next hour. All right, back we go. Oh, some of the big stories we're covering at 7 o'clock. Uh, talk about Mark Zuckerberg, what happened uh, in front of the two Senate committees. Uh, I think Zuckerberg won that one yesterday. And, of course, the biggest story we're going to talk about, or one of the big ones, uh, Bye Bye Mueller. Bye Bye Rosenstein. I think it's a song, isn't it? Bye Bye, bye Rose. Bye Bye, bye Rosenstein. Rosenstein. I think, yeah, I think there's a song I thought it was there. a musical. About a... Uh, bye Bye Birdie. Popular, yeah. Yeah, it could be. All right, uh, back we go. More handle on the news. Jennifer Jones-Lee... And Wayne Resnick and me. Well, uh, reportedly, federal prosecutors uh, looking at Michael Cohen's records aren't just interested in the Stormy Daniels situation, but also the Karen McDougal situation. I don't know. Did I? So this suggests that they're wanting, they want to see if there was a pattern. Also, this uh, with with Trump's uh, not necessarily again not necessarily the, the president himself, right. then candidate, but. People around him engaging in a pattern of there, paying hush money. Yeah, there was a huge story here because uh, what we're hearing is the only criminal violation is going to be federal election violations, mm-hmm. which is a, a misdemeanor. If and bank fact. fraud is well, being we, yeah, we're, the bank hinted fraud, at. We don't know, but if he took, uh, if he went and got himself a loan on his house and then used if it to pay he off, Cohen lied well, about true. something in that application but I don't to think, get that but mortgage. Do they ask you what you're going to use it for? And if you just take the money out... Yes, sometimes the loan is conditioned on, for example, rehabbing the house or paying off certain specified debt. We don't know because we don't, we, know. We don't we know, know what kind of... It. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's possible but, that he did something wrong in getting the mortgage, not, have, not having anything to do with what his plan was, uh, an that he himself right. did something and that a, he shouldn't an have. An important point of this is that if they're only looking at election law violations that's such small potatoes so what we're hearing because of how many people were involved in signing off on this because raiding an attorney's office is such a big deal especially an attorney who is a personal attorney of a sitting president 
That's never happened before. The implications are so massive that uh, what I'm hearing is there's a lot more to this than this. And especially when all of the players are Republicans and were appointed by President Trump. Uh, This is going. And then the issue of uh, what's going to happen if he fires Mueller and the constitutional crisis, which there's not going to be any. uh, we've, We've got plenty to talk about on that one. Also, uh, Trump telling Russia, get ready for our smart missiles. Yep. This is all over Syria and uh, Russia's involvement over there and Trump wanting to respond decisively to those yep. chemical attacks. So I guess Russia said, well, if you you know shoot any missiles at Syria, we'll shoot down those missiles. Right. And so Trump didn't like that very much. Right. And, of course, uh, in retaliation for the gassings, which didn't take place as far as Russia's concerned. So it's just an arbitrary shooting down of missiles. And Russia said, and those missiles you have aren't that smart. Don't think they're that bright. Yeah, but then tweets uh, Trump tweeted that the missiles will be coming nice and new and smart. And the and, USS Donald Cook's in position. Yeah. It's right there by oh, Syria. something's going to be fired. It's within striking distance. Well, the uh, California Attorney General says he's going to go all natural to stop the border. When it's the wall. Javier Becerra says that the fence would break environmental and public health law. Even though a judge already has said the Trump administration can go ahead, Javier Becerra says, nope, we're going to take this appeal to the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court. When is the president not allowed to say, I'm waiving environmental law when it comes to uh, national security. What does the president, if there's a national security issue, for example, let's say he is going to unleash some kind of an attack. Uh, does uh, the uh, uh, does the attorney general go, oh, no, no, you have to do an environmental impact study first before you do anything else. I mean, come on, that's just stupid on its face. Well, there's a law that says he doesn't have to. I know, on top of that, and I love... So- when- and, and, love- and they're challenging the law. They're I not. Know, they're not so much saying the judge got it wrong. They're saying the law that the judge relied on. That law is flawed, and they're going right. to try to get what the Ninth Circuit to I overturn a law like and that. And I don't see how uh, giving uh, the law, which gives the president virtually unlimited uh, unlimited reasons and uh, it, the unlimited ability to, based on national security, do whatever the hell he wants. Oh no, environmental impact studies are more important. And uh, Becerra describes the wall as a medieval wall. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. There's no bias there. All right. We'll take a big, big time. We'll take a break. All right, Jennifer, you're up. And uh, it's KFI Handle here. Uh, Wednesday, uh, April 11th. Uh, more Handle. Oh, some of the big stories we're covering, incidentally. Syria missiles, uh, the United States going to launch uh, the smart, new, uh, fairly bright, not-so-stupid missiles uh, into uh, Syria. We'll find out. And are we going to sing bye-bye Mueller, bye-bye Rosenstein? Actually, we should do a song uh, during the next break. Uh, Wayne, what do you think? You're good at those songs. Whip out a little karaoke. No. Uh, we'll see We'll see what we can whip up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have any instruments here. No, but you have karaoke. This morning. Maybe. Yeah, I'll, we'll get, I'll get with John. Okay. And uh, just confirmed uh, that uh, Speaker Ryan is not going to run for re-election. 
that's a huge deal. We'll probably no doubt talk about that one too. All right, now let's let's go back to uh, handle on the news uh, with Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Well, uh, the guy who was behind the swatting incident that resulted in a man being shot in Wichita has apparently figured out a way to get on the internet from jail. Some fish in the jail Tyler Raj Barris, 25, uh, a supremely evil human being, is sitting in a county jail in Kansas awaiting trial on uh, involuntary manslaughter charges and some other charges in connection with that incident. And uh, all of a sudden, on his Twitter account, he tweets, How am I on the internet if I'm in jail? Oh, because I'm an e-god, that's how. And then he and then he says, all right, now who's talking blank? Your butt is about to get swatted. And it turns out they have kiosks in this jail that the prisoners can use for certain functions. They did an upgrade and the vendor messed it up and left a hole so that people who know how to do it can get on the Internet. And that's what this guy's doing. Very special. Well, yesterday we had that um, the football player who said, hey, do we have pack any explosives at the airport? Well, now you've got an actor who's been arrested for allegedly calling in a fake bomb threat on a train. Really? People, let's not do this. Really? So former Silicon Valley star Todd Joseph, or TJ Miller, is facing federal charges that he called in a fake bomb threat on an Amtrak train. Hey, I'm assuming when he tried out for Silicon Valley, they did not give him an IQ test? Apparently not. And, uh, I don't think it's a matter that he's not smart. He is a troubled individual. There's some substance issues. He's had other uh, situations with erratic behavior before. Yeah, and, but you call in uh, a bomb threat, unlike yesterday, where it was just a throwaway funny line right. uh, that just didn't go over well because you can't make jokes at TSA checkpoints. This one is uh, certainly more measured. Uh, this one is an intent issue. Well, it sounds like it looks like he was intoxicated in some way and had kind of gotten into, they call it a hostile exchange with a woman who was sitting in a different row from him in the first class car on this Amtrak train. And then at some point he calls and reports that she's been checking in her bag and he claims that, you know, she she was looking in it and not taking anything out. I mean, crazy. Doesn't make any sense. Sort of explosive in there. Yeah. Uh, The chief justice of the California Supreme Court wants to make it very clear when judges get sexual harassment issues and settle them, their names need to be made public. There is a rule about it. There is already a rule that says this, but I guess there's some uh, squishiness in the wording. And so she came out and said, hey, let's not beat around the bush here. You must reveal the names of these judges. Now, the other side of that, and I'm not defending, I'm not saying this isn't a good idea. You can kiss goodbye NDAs. Those are gone. Uh, There is no reason that a judge would ever, ever agree to an NDA. So uh, at this point, there is no woman who could receive any money. There wouldn't be settlements. Or there still might be settlements that they would go public. It would be the state settling. Uh, there wouldn't be private settlements. Right. But also, would you rather have a settlement and, like, we settle and we uh, nobody admits, like, I don't admit any wrongdoing, or would you rather be dragged through a disciplinary proceeding or even a civil lawsuit as a judge? So there still might be incentive to settle, but not to keep your name out of the news. Well, the LAPD officers who fatally shot a man who have a toy gun or had a toy gun, they've been cleared by the police commission. 
Yeah, unanimously. Uh, is signing with the chief, Charlie Beck. Yeah, these guys, you might have remembered this one. It was these officers had been called to Wilmington uh, Boulevard to check uh, about a man carrying a gun. And they do see this guy walking down the street. And um, he apparently, they claim that he, they told him to drop the gun and that he didn't. And they say that he raised it in their direction. And they had bailed out of the car so quickly they didn't put it in right. park. And the car ran over him, but by then he had already been killed. After they'd shot him right. 10 or 11 times. Now, here is, and here's the point I want to make. Of course, the family is getting very upset. The local activists are saying murder, murder, and they shouldn't have shot him or they should have wounded him or whatever. But it goes back to the story we did yesterday, and that is changing the law to say reasonable force. And that is uh, the police think reasonably their lives were in danger. There's a gun. They didn't take the time to try to figure out whether or not it was a toy gun or not. Uh, And then move it into reasonable force. Well, it is unreasonable to shoot a man with a toy gun. And so, therefore, that shooting someone with a toy gun may very well be violation of policy. Because it's not reasonable. You should have known. Now, the only time uh, you know you're wrong is when it turns out to be a real gun and a cop gets killed. Uh, But at that point, uh, you know what? No harm, no foul. Because it's far less important, uh, societally speaking, that an officer be shot and killed than it is a guy who happens to have a toy gun or a knife or reaches into his waistband. I mean, this is is really crazy. As a matter of fact, on Monday, I'm not going to be here. I'm speaking uh, in front of uh, the California Sheriff's Association, and uh, this I'm going to talk about this uh, to the sheriffs and say, uh, I don't know how you guys even want to be cops. Man, it's beyond my understanding why anybody at this point would want to be a police officer. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and uh, we'll finish this up. Jennifer Jones-Lee, a news item from you. All right, handle here. It is a uh, Wednesday hump day. And uh, one of the biggest stories we're uh, covering is uh, Paul Ryan has confirmed he will not be running for uh, re-election. That is enormous news. Uh, He's having a press conference uh, coming up in about 10 minutes. And he's going to explain why. I don't think we're going to be taking it live, but uh, certainly covering it. And uh, I think John Thomas later on is uh, going to join us and talk about the political consideration, because that's what it is. It's all political. and Does it change the landscape at all? All right, back we go as we finish Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Well, after the shooting of Stephen Clark, uh, Sacramento decides to actually have a policy about when the cops can turn off or mute their body cameras. Because that's one of the things that makes that shooting, I mean, there are other reasons too, but one of the things that makes it so controversial is after they shot him, they went mute, mute, mute. Yeah, and it makes a- it sound like we're about to engage right. in a cover-up of some kind. Now, there was no policy prior to this, and the new policy, Sacramento PD, uh, is uh, that uh, the officers should only turn off their microphone uh, when having personal conversations, although that personal conversations about just shooting someone I think is appropriate or dealing with a confidential informant or a victim of sexual assault or if a supervisor instructs them to do so and uh, boy there's some explaining to do with that one you talk to the they uh, ask the supervisor why did you ask him to turn off uh, the, the audio part of the camera in general 
So there'll be some changes there. Well, in Kern County, the sheriff has been caught on tape saying that it costs less to kill suspects than to wound them. This was uh, how many years ago? 2006. Right, 12 years ago. And uh, it could have been a, a throwaway line. I mean, I've said the same thing. Uh, it's, see, the argument here is that, therefore, he's advocating uh, that you wound instead of kill, uh, which is, incidentally, uh, you would, the activists, that's what they want. Why kill when you can wound? But it, the optics of this thing are horrible. Well, on camera, he's heard say, or I guess caught saying, when a deputy shoots somebody, which is better financially to cripple them or kill them for the county. And it's true. And off kind of out of the, the view of the camera, though, he says, kill them? Absolutely. Because if you cripple them, you have to take care of them for yeah. life. And that cost goes way But is up. that just factual? Is it that is. just a factual right. assessment then, of? Yes. And that's the argument that, that he says. Uh, and that is, in no way was I advocating crippling anybody. No, killing. Uh, uh, it sounds like he's advocating killing, killing them as opposed instead to of crippling. Right. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, and it is, it is factual. I talk about the same thing when you talk about wrongful death in uh, accidents. Uh, it is far better for the plaintiff to have, uh, or the uh, defendant to have the plaintiff die than to be permanently disabled where you have a lifetime of support. Uh, and uh, if someone's a quadriplegic, for example, that's millions and millions of dollars to take care of someone. That's a factual issue. Now, it depends on what the context was. Was he joking about it? Uh, was it a ha-ha? Was it totally insensitive in the sense he was making fun of? Or was it merely a factual statement? And we don't know the context. And I think in part, too, it's because this sheriff, Donnie Youngblood, has been seen as a guy who bucks liberal California. He wants to make Kern County this law and order but it place. Doesn't even, but it doesn't it, even matter. No, but I'm just saying that it. it I get it. People are the like, op- see, the look, optics. It's, it, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, weird story. This couple is coming home uh, from the hospital. We don't know why. But they're coming home from the hospital, and somebody shoots at their car several times. They get out. There's three bullet holes on the passenger side. There's two in the trunk and one in her purse. The bullet stopped by her wallet. One of those incredible lucky win the lottery stories. Because that's the bullet that might have hit her if it hadn't been stopped by the wallet. And Yes. Let's just move on. Okay. This story is bizarre and sad and there might be... A sad ending to it. It's this family from Santa Clarita, Valencia specifically. They go on this road trip up to Portland. They're supposed to come down from Portland, visit family in San Jose. They never make it to San Jose. They haven't been heard from since last week. Now, there are people who say that somewhere in like the Klamath River area that they saw uh, a minivan that it looks a lot like theirs go off the road during a really bad rainstorm, super windy road, right into the Eel River. Yeah, and the the uh, the van has not been found. No, the divers say that this river is so swollen and going so quickly they can't even get in. So um, they hope that it's not them, but... Why would a... Uh, well, we've seen uh, uh, unoccupied cars and vans being swept down sure. uh, in the middle of the streets when the water was rushing down. That's the hope. But the family, is they don't know where the family is. No. So that's probably not going to bode well. All right. One last thing here. A woman comes to the border in her Honda Odyssey, and with her, she has her five kids and 231 pounds of drugs. This is my 
Yep. They had loaded that thing up in the, the side panels, the gas tank, the gas tank, the spare tire well, filled with packages of meth, cocaine, and heroin, more than a million dollar street value. Now, I didn't know, I, I assume that, that they have an Im- imaging system yes. at the border, and I don't quite know, what is, is it a form of x-ray? Is, yeah. Uh, that yeah. what it is? And, they can, and instantly they can see, like, well, there's a bunch of stuff. It's like when you put your bag through at the airport, and they go, there's a weird mass there, we need to know what it is. And let's not forget this mom did tape some of the cocaine to her kids' bodies. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Very special. All right. Uh, Coming up, Mark Zuckerberg's first day of testimony. I'm going to tell you, I think Mark Zuckerberg won this thing. And I'm going to spend some time talking about that. We have some sound cuts. Also, we're expecting Paul Ryan uh, to speak to uh, the press. A few comments on his uh, decision not to run for re-election. And later on uh, at 920, we're going to talk to uh, John Thomas about what this means. So there's a lot going on today. This is KFI AM 640. 